So, I just finished taking a storytelling course here in the city. The teacher, who's acted in various TV shows and movies, was so inspirational that I immediately signed up for the the sequel to the Storytelling 1 class, and it's called Storytelling 2. <clears throat> From my understanding, Storytelling 1, the class I just took, was more about the structure of a good story, whereas Storytelling 2 focuses more on the delivery and stage presence. We were introduced to various story structures, ranging from five main steps to 12 steps or more. But the simplest one I came across, and the one that stuck out in my mind the most, and also the most flexible one, and the one I believe to be the the most appropriate for uh, for a short film, which is you know <clears throat> what I want to do with my story after it's been uh, properly audience tested. So so here's this. Um, it's called the story spine. It's pretty easy. It has eight steps. First step, you just start with once upon a time, or you know a sentence similar to that. The second. Uh, step is like every day, you know, every day the character did this or did that. It um, sort of sets the stage of their normal everyday life before the big event happened in the story. <clears throat> um, the step number three uh, starts off with until one day, and until, you know, one day something crazy happens, and I guess that's the story arc. Mm, a climax something like that and then um, step four is because of that so you know until one day this happened and then because of that something else happened and then step five is another because of that something else happened step six again because of that something else happened step seven until finally you know something else happened and then step eight is ever since then something else happened and then that's your story <clears throat> so as long as you kind of fill in the blanks for all those eight steps you get you basically have a story mm. I learned that uh, leading up to the climax of the story you should include many details and also slow down your speaking voice a little bit. I suppose it depends on the story, but you know, you don't want to race through the most important part, like the climax. Climax. I realized that um, you know, in my own story I wasn't including all the details of the five or six sentence depending on how you look at it like the five or six human senses um doing doing this really can set the scene and the mood and uh you know the senses are smell touch hearing taste sight or vision and uh thinking that's what we do it's not really a sense but can sort of uh, you can sort of um, tell the audience what you're thinking at a given moment. <clears throat> um, 
So another thing I, I learned from this storytelling course was that good stories focus on fear and love, and they include empathy, suspense, humor. With humor, you want to include twists and surprises, and with fear and pain, you want to include contrasts and opposites. And as with any uh, performance and, and writing, we must make use of the power of three. Set a rhythm in blocks of three, you know, beginning, middle, end, or repeating important details three times, you know, 17th floor, 17th floor, 17th floor. That's where we got out. And when you're on stage performing, it's important to pay attention to things like body language, facial expressions, and making good use of the space on the stage. So, by the end of the seven classes, I, I wrote down a story about one of my experiences in China. So without further to do, here is my story. If I can find it. Where is it? All right. We're back and I found it. Um, so here we go. So I'm 25 in Shanghai learning Chinese. Ni hao. Until one day, James, my 45 year old friend, twice divorced, OCD, maybe a slight drug problem, yet well-liked around town. He invites me to his house for dinner. I enter James's place to see him and some scrawny 25-year-old MBA student going wild on these Apple turntables. They were mixing a Missy Elliott track, adding in sounds of dogs barking and girls moaning. Genius. Oh, hey, Darren. Good to see you. James, in his bug-eyed voice. And in the background, you know, I hear, Get your freak on. Get your freak on. Roof. Roof. Mm. They were dancing, laughing, joking around. Whatever these two guys are on, I'll take two. My new Chinese lady friend arrives. Vivi. She is classy. Came from money. Maybe a little out of my league. I had to impress her. The four of us are now chowing down on dinner at the dinner table, and I receive a text uh, message from James, who's sitting opposite me, who's trying to act like he didn't just send me a text message. And I look down, I read it, and it says, there's a present for you in the bathroom on the toilet. Curious, I check it out, and sure enough, there's a brownie. Maybe this will loosen me up a bit and impress this girl. I down it. Mmm. Mmm. Yum. <laughs> 20, 20 minutes later, I'm nauseous. I sliver, slither over, over to the couch. Couldn't talk, couldn't move, except my eyeballs. I look at each of their faces, all bearing the same expression. Yikes. Like the the same kind of face when you're stepping in dog poo or passing a homeless person or walking by hot Chinatown, Chinatown garbage in the summertime. James says, are you okay? 
you're looking rough. I tell him, I'm fine. Just want to take a nap. Only my lips weren't moving. I just couldn't move at all. So sleepy. Smack. James slaps me in the face. I respond with my classic stink eye expression, giving him the worst stink eye because all I can move were, were my eyes. James is now panicking. Vivi's rubbing my shoulders, and the NBA kid looks like he's about to cry. I'm thinking, can't you dum-dums just let me sleep? Jesus. My eyes close. I feel someone's lips on mine. They're so soft. I'm thinking, Vivi, you don't have to wait till I'm semi-conscious to kiss me. Then she starts blowing into my mouth. I'm thinking, is this some cool new Chinese kissing thing that, that I don't know about? Whatever, she's she's classy and rich, and I'll just go along with it. And I can't move, so uh, I kind of have to go along with it. <clears throat> she just she kept blowing and blowing, and usually guys don't complain when a girl keeps blowing you, but it was getting annoying. So I muster up the energy, open my mind, open up my eyes, and I don't see cute Chinese Vivi. I see a haggard old dude with buggy eyes stay with me Darren stay with me stay with you Ew, gross can somebody get this bug-eyed old dude off of me I say to Vivi using only my eyes at this point the NBA kid runs out the door doesn't want to be uh, part of this crime scene I get it Vivi's still rubbing my shoulders and this bug-eyed guy James is giving me mouth-to-mouth because apparently Vivi didn't hear me when I spoke with her with my eyes. Some dinner party this turned out to be. J- um, James forgot to tell me that uh, the brownie may have had uh, some painkiller in it. Vivi wasn't impressed. We broke up, and I never ate a brownie ever again. <laughs>